0: 15 Minutes, Eternal Impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: For the stand firm, everyone.
0: Hello, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. We're going to continue in Psalm 47 today. If God is king over all the earth, then all the nations of the earth need to confess him and praise him. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. You up for that?
1: Let's do that. So I've got Psalm 47 here from the New King James Version of the Bible, Psalm 47 to the chief musician, a psalm of the sons of Korah. O clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. He will subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us, the excellence of Jacob, whom he loves." God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth, sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations, God sits on His holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together, the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He
0: is greatly exalted. I recognized a difference between your New King James translation there and the English Standard, specifically in verses 3 and 4. I noticed that the New King James puts that in a future tense. It does. Whereas the ESV and some others put that in a past tense. I think there are some... That maybe put it almost like as a present. It's something he's ongoing doing. Oh, was the ESV subdued? He Sub- subdued people ah. under us and nations under our feet. This is an interpretive choice that different translators have made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I've, I, I know that this has happened. I was reading some about this. The idea is that uh, how how messianic is this? Ah. if you make this psalm, and I, I certainly think this is messianic. Sure, I think we're supposed to be looking forward to the conquering of the Messiah. I think and we'll probably talk a a little bit about nations, that. king of nations, right? Yeah. But, um, and so if in heightening that messianic nature, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some have interpreted this as this is the thing that's coming, whereas this is the thing that has already happened. I tend to think that what's really going on here is we are describing what God has done and is doing for Israel. And, of course, that sets the stage for what God will do sure. under the Messiah. I think we see all of that. In fact... Here's what I find fascinating. He, the, the very first thing he says is, Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. Whom is he calling to praise Yahweh? Well, usually when you read about the peoples, it's the idea of the nations and Gentiles. It's absolutely all peoples, all people groups, so, all yeah. nationalities, all countries, kingdoms, nations. But here's where I get a little
1: confused. When I read verse three, of course we just pointed out this is in future tense in the New King James. But he will subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. Yeah. So, like, who's the us and
0: the our feet? It's it's a it's a really shocking turn of phrase because he calls all the nations to praise Yahweh because Yahweh is going to submit or has submitted <laughs> all you nations. To us. To us. Because you have been defeated, because you have been subdued, mm-hmm. you need to praise our king. Now, obviously, so the nations
1: then are being pictured, at least at first, as hostile to God, right? They're worshiping these other pagan gods we talked about yesterday, the concepts of the different idols, you know, gods over the hills versus gods of the plains and all of that. And so part of this subduing is what? Bringing them to a proper understanding of who God is. I'm
0: recognizing his kingship. So the subduing, some push back against this, but I think the subduing is actually referring very specifically to what happened in the conquest. In Canaan. In Canaan, that Israel has come in because it goes on to say he chose our heritage for us, mm-hmm. the pride of Jacob whom he loves. Mm-hmm. That he, he has given us this land. When did that happen? It happened by subduing the nations that filled that land. Yeah. And so the idea then is nations you have been subdued. Mm-hmm. Therefore you need to clap your hands you need to sing and shout praises of joy. Here's a really interesting thing about that idea. That's a picture that we actually find in scripture in 2 Kings chapter 11 and verse 12 when Joash is made king very specifically they clap their hands and they shout out long live the king (laughs) so here is this imagery of enthronement here's this imagery of being installed on the in the kingship yeah and what what the sons of korah are calling all nations to realize is you've got a new king Mm -hmm. Uh, that he's he's demonstrating himself now as king you need to submit to him as king you need to praise and honor and enthrone him and confess his kingship uh that that's that's what we see why because he has or he will whichever way you whichever translation we want to look at that subdue you under us
1: it seems like a lesson that the peoples or the Gentiles are taught again and again in Scripture. I, you know, I see this idea in the book of Daniel. I'm thinking particularly the fourth chapter when Nebuchadnezzar has yet another dream. Of course, at this time, Nebuchadnezzar is the king of Babylon, which makes him basically King of the world.
0: He's one of the nations. He's one of the nations. The nation of nations.
1: And while he's blessed to have a few faithful servants, particularly in Daniel and the other Hebrew children, I mean, he's very much a polytheist, to use that word, okay, a pagan fellow. But in the fourth chapter of Daniel, he has a vision of how God is going to humble him, seeming to deal with his mind and maybe even mutating his body a little bit to be a wild man for a time and then he will lose his throne but then God will restore him to his throne to teach him a lesson in Daniel chapter 4 and uh, what verse 17 he says the decisions by the decree of the watchers and the sentence by the word of the holy ones in order that the living may know that the most high rules in the kingdom of men gives it to whomever he will and sets over it the lowest of men. A little later on in the chapter, uh, he's going to be restored. I think it's in verse 25. Talked about how the heavens passed over him seven times over it. He says, till you know that the most high rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. This King Nebuchadnezzar is being taught by God. You have the position you have, even ruling over men and in kingdoms, because of my sovereignty, because I'm actually the ruler. Here's one of the nations who needs to clap his hands and recognize that God is king most high.
0: Babylon, you defeated Israel, you defeated, well, Judah. Yeah, Not because your God is greater than our God, but because our God was using you as... The instrument of discipline upon his people. Yeah. You have become king of the world Mm -hmm. because I have allowed you to be king of the world. Not because your God has allowed it, not because your God is more powerful than all the others, but because I am more powerful than all the others. And I needed you or I wanted you, I should say. Yeah. To be this rod Mm -hmm. that would Mm -hmm. discipline my people. But you need to understand where this is going to go. Yeah. (laughs) You need to understand where this is going to go. I I, I think you're in Daniel. One of the other visions is the demonstration of this, what is it, in chapter two, where you find the, the different kingdoms Envisaged as a statue, Mm -hmm. a carving, a man-made image. But then there's this rock that grows up with not being cut out by hands that basically then crushes the statue. Here is the kingdom of God conquering the kingdoms of men, destroying, subduing the nations of the people. Which gets us right back to where we are in our psalm. And then to fill all the earth. And because this is going to happen, because this has started happening, what you nations need to be doing is praising Yahweh. That is a really shocking idea. We're going to get beat, and therefore we need to praise. It's not just the idea, I don't think, of because I'm really bigger than your gods, because I am the one who's going to destroy you, now I'm going to force you to praise me. I think what Israel is saying is, guys, this is real reason For you to praise God. You have real reason right here for which you should want to praise God. And I think that ties back into God's promises, especially as we see them mentioned to Abram. Okay. I think about Genesis 12. In Genesis 12, Yahweh says to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. All the families of the earth. All the people of the earth. Yahweh has a plan whereby every nation... Every people, every family is blessed, can be blessed, and that is through his nation of Israel. Mm. And he has a plan for his nation of Israel, which involves being given a land, Mm -hmm. which involves becoming a nation, which involves subduing nations under Israel Mm -hmm. so that his ultimate plan of blessing can take place. Why then, when we get to Psalm 47, does he say to the nations, you guys need to praise Yahweh, El Yan, the Lord Most High. You need to praise him because his plan is taking place. Mm. I, I get it. I can understand. Being subdued doesn't seem like much of a blessing. I can understand why right now. You might not be willing to bless the Lord God, but understand this is part of the plan to bring blessing on everyone. So every nation needs to be blessing and praising and honoring Yahweh God. It's really kind of a story of of humbling, isn't
1: it? That that the the nations must understand to lower themselves and exalt God. I think about where we are today, that uh, in Philippians chapter 2, Jesus Christ has been raised up to higher than all. He is exalted above all, given the name above all, that at his name every knee would bow and every tongue would confess that Jesus is Lord. No matter who you are, what nation or tribe or tongue, there is a king, a king of kings, a lord of lords, and it's Jesus. He's to
0: be recognized. He's to be praised. Every nation today needs to give him Praise needs to give him honor, needs to uplift him and glorify him. Because this this is the plan. The plan is no nation is going to last except the kingdom of Jesus Christ. It is the only one that is going to endure. Mm -hmm. And in the end, all other nations are going to be conquered. It's not that Jesus' kingdom is going to take up arms and shoot nuclear weapons into all the right. other kingdoms and everyone else is just going to die. It's going to be the fact that God is ultimately and eventually going to bring judgment. Mm-hmm. And whoever is not in his kingdom, it's mm-hmm. going to be over. Yeah. But there is a blessing for all nations. For You don't have to be just an Israelite. In order to be a part of God's kingdom, his ultimate plan is for everyone to find blessing in him, in Jesus Christ. So bless him, praise him, worship him, clap your hands, all you people, sing and shout praises and joys to the joy, praises and joy to the one king, Uh, because that's where blessing lies. Mm
1: hmm. That's where it lies, and that's where it's provided for us. And ultimately, in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're so glad that you've joined us today for Text Talk. Hope that this meditation upon the true King has lifted you up. Let us know what you're learning from the Scripture. Send us an email, text talk at Christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at Christiansmeethere.org. Edwin, would you lead us in prayer? Holy
0: God, you are King. We praise you and we confess you. You are Lord and Savior and Sovereign. We pray that we can bring others around us in these earthly nations, whether presidents or prime ministers or potentates, whether citizens or rulers, whether law enforcers or law abiders or even lawbreakers, that we might draw all folks to you, that they would bow their knee before your son Jesus, that they would confess his name as Lord, that they would bring their allegiance to you. May we do that, and may we spread that around to everyone that we come in contact with. You are worthy, Lord. We praise your name, King of all the earth, Lord Most High. It is through your son Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, you can get more from him at acapeldridge.com please remember to subscribe rate and review text talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily have a fantastic day Ready,
1: steady pass the word along. Onward, forward shout aloud hosanna christ is captain of the
0: mighty throne
1: Potentate. We just, we don't hear that word enough. N- not enough. <laughs>